0: Well, this is going to be one for the money, two for the show, because we're talking movies. We're talking Elvis, starring Tom Hanks, Austin Butler, Olivia Dion, written by Jeremy Donner, Craig Pierce, Sam Bromwell, and Baz Lerman, who also directed The Snowman Strikes Again.
1: Now, I don't know nothing about music. But I could see in that girl's eyes. He was a taste of forbidden fruit. She could have eaten him alive. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of how'd you like that movie we are talking about the new release 2022 edition of elvis as directed and co-written and produced by baz Luhrmann. scott take us away
0: all right one i'm really glad that neither one of us did that really bad Tom Hanks impression when we're doing the quotes (laughs) very well. Uh,
1: And, and we didn't do any, any, uh, and by we, I mean me, uh, any bad Elvis singing.
0: (laughs) Sure enough. Sure enough. Uh, First, thank you to everyone listening to our 100th episode. So if if you are counting our re-release of the Godfather, when, chris you know was too busy to talk to
1: us but uh (laughs) and it was good fellas we haven't even done the godfather so that's fucking awesome (laughs) yeah that was the whole point where's the the godfather episode it's like oh sorry checks in the mail
0: that was the whole point like i was trying to get them to go back and listen to 100 episodes (laughs) like where was the godfather
1: (laughs) you got to tell me this stuff man you got to tell me this stuff
0: that's why we're comedy gold that's why comedy we're comedy gold, gold. well we're
1: well, at least comedy bronze yeah true
0: <laughs> enough <laughs> or copper whatever is like whatever's worse but uh in terms
1: of this film um what's your background right now it looks like it's like some type of like a dinosaur or something in the back there like what's that big tall thing in the but in your background i don't even know man it, i I just googled <laughs> so zoom you're, backgrounds. you're like you're like Oh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm live recording here from Jurassic Park. Ah!
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it might be Jurassic Park. I don't know. I just did Zoom backgrounds, right? With this, red,
1: with this red thing behind me, I feel like I'm in some type of, like, fascist, fascist dystopian film, like <laughs> V for Vendetta or something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, speaking but, to the
0: masses. Oh, but, uh, um, anyways, about this film, <laughs> like, come on, uh, did you like it? I did like it. I do think. Did you like all that is... grinding
1: and pelvic thrusting and like
0: uh that? But also, um, I do think this is going to be a contender, come Oscar season.
1: Oh, okay. Let's 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 dig into that a bit. Uh, is it good to give me what it's going to be a contender for? Are we talking best picture, best actor, like in a leading role? Like I think definitely <laughs> in a lot of the. I, I, I think Go in terms ahead. of
0: the technical side i think it's going to get editing because the one thing i did appreciate was how they mixed in the actual elvis footage with austin Butler portraying and even sometimes with the editing when they had when they split it to like three screens or one it was it was hard to tell
1: like who did they elvis kind of force gump it where they they basically create fake old footage is it actually elvis stuff like that right
0: yeah like i, I did appreciate that so i do think it'll get nominated for the technical now
1: and i mean uh, t- and same with and same with like stuff like production design makeup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean we'll have to see what comes out between now and 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 the end of uh like december when the the cutoff for the oscars is around uh like set dressing and costume design and stuff like that because i mean the yeah, costumes no. are beautiful but i mean if you have a bunch of period pieces that come out you may not make it yeah, into like, the
0: you know downtown abbey or whatever that is right like that's yeah. probably gonna get nominated for some of the shit but uh in terms of acting i'm gonna i'm gonna say i think austin Butler is gonna win so
1: we're in fucking July, and uh some of the big Oscar films will come out in like the like late December, and you're like it's fucking done.
0: Okay, because and I'm gonna tell you why. Go. Okay, so let's because you didn't break.
1: do very well in this year's Oscars because Chris used science. <laughs> Anyways, okay,
0: so I'm gonna take a break. We're gonna get give it a moment, Baz lerman Hear me out, since you're producing this. What you're gonna want to do to guarantee that Austin Butler win? is you want to pull a little Quentin. And you're now going to switch Hanks from supporting to main, and you put Butler as supporting. And then he takes it. Just like DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, you switch it over, and you're like, no, Butler's technically... Because narration, everything, you can make the case that Tom Hanks is actually the main because everything's from technically the colonel's perspective in which in which now you switch it over butler becomes best supporting
1: gets an action wins it gets an oscar exactly
0: and that's oscar politics
1: you're talking like oscar strategy like how you list you know that's not i mean that's not a bad it's actually not a bad angle um it'd be hard for him to like Austin Butler to be like, I'm like, so you almost have to go to him. Like, so do you want a nomination or do you want an Oscar? Because you could probably get nominated, but you may not win. But if we do it this way, you definitely win. But then you have to kind of admit that the movie called Elvis, where you play Elvis is somehow not about you. (laughs) Yeah. But
0: that's the thing. Like in terms of, even and, and I think that's what they did well because everything is from technically Tom Hanks' character's perspective oh, of the coroner.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. Until until, like, even after Elvis dies, you know what I mean? It's oh, by the way, spoiler: alert, Elvis dies. <laughs> you do not know this, but um, I, um, but yeah, they
0: and I think that's how they can do it, right? And and kind of win, like, because. Like, I'll be honest, I don't think Tom Hanks is going to win anything for this portrayal.
1: So I thought, yeah, I thought uh, I want to talk about Tom Hanks a bit just on this topic uh, of Tom Hanks. I don't know why I just jumbled that together. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I did. First off, I did not like his casting, although I'm assuming it was more of a a Hollywood casting in the sense of by putting Tom Hanks in there, you get the studio on board, which gets you the money. Which, you know, I mean, sort of like. You get Tom Hanks, and then the project goes forward. You don't have Tom Hanks. Maybe the project doesn't happen. But I thought he was miscast. Um, I think there's better actors, and I can't actually think of any off the top of my head that I would actually replace him with. uh, Because I didn't – I should have probably thought about that, but –
0: Yeah, research. It's it's your own opinion, and you're like, there's other people that could do it. There are, but I mean, like – but
1: the reality is is that he did not do a very good job, and he's bad with the accent. So the accent slips – and I mean, some could argue, oh, his accent slipping because the colonel is in in reality is a fictitious character, like the 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 person made up who the colonel was, but he falls back into his Tom Hanks voice, right? His like natural voice, and it it, 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 it I it was very jarring when it would happen. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, um, I will say like how you're saying, uh, like I did not actually appreciate the casting of tom hanks in this and the main reason is because this is the first film i can think of in a very very long time that he's the villain like he's not fucking lovable tom hanks like you fucking hate him throughout this film Mm. and he does a good job in like actually like projecting that like oozing that in which you know like he's a bad motherfucker like when he gets fired and he's like all right he wants to fire me let's do this
1: yeah 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 from sue here you to fucking here forever, yeah.
0: yeah he's like i he's like i kept everything kind of thing well i'm assuming because it's a biography you know that's actually what happened but the way he did it the way he oozed it kind of thing that that's what i kind of enjoyed in terms of it i'm just saying like in terms of his performance, it wasn't anything, like you said in all our previous Oscar ones, it wasn't anything that, it wasn't a performance that went, like, above and beyond, where you're like, oh my god, like, that was acting. It wasn't, hey, this is somebody doing their job. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I still thought he did a good job. Sure. And I appreciated him, in reality, taking a risk, in which he's now playing a villain where he is, you know, usually lovable Oh, uh, yes, taking, Tom taking...
1: <laughs> Taking big risk at this part in your career in a uh, Baz Luhrmann film with a you know seventy million dollar budget or whatever, <laughs> like eighty five million dollar budget.
0: <clears throat> like he he has two Apple movies, man. Uh-huh. He could have gone for three instead of making this one.
1: Well, just think about this though. Like it's <laughs> like it's not exactly a risk because he plays a bad guy. <laughs> like it's not like he was playing a you know junky h- mur- hooker murderer that you know mainlines crystal meth and stuff. Like let's be let's be realistic here. Let's this get uh, this the is this is a film
0: th- greenlit first, right? <laughs> 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 you just call it
1: Forest Humps. <laughs> forest Humps <laughs> with what with what with a Tom. Uh, tom hunks <laughs> he's acting under his porn name tom Hanks. um go ahead but austin but fuck okay austin butler is amazing in this like amazing and again i'm sure there's like elvis aficionados and and some of the criticism i saw about this film has to do with the fact that it's it's like it's very popcorn candy corn i don't know why like candy coated not candy corn fucking candy corn is awful um and it doesn't, you know, dig into the, like the nuances of who Elvis is. And and this was the same thing that was leveled at Bohemian Rhapsody and, and a lot of biopics. Right. Um, so take that aside. Like, I, I don't really give a shit about the fact that it's not a serious Elvis movie. It's beautiful to watch. And he <laughs> is amazing. Like he is so his movements. It's like and then his uh, the singing, the early Elvis singing is him singing. Um his acting ability as as Elvis like you know it, you know not only gets older but different aspects of his life uh he was mesmerizing on that like mm. i i would almost be willing to say that he's i would just keep him in Best Actor cuz i think he could win like he's so he's so good I well. know
0: I think I think you go with the like I said. I think you go with the guarantee. You don't think he can win. You go with the guarantee that a <laughs> this is the Oscars, is baby. Work. We
1: don't fuck around.
0: Yeah, would be like fuck it. If somebody can get a best Oscar film because they're only in twelve minutes, and if fucking Brad Pitt can do it, and the whole fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is literally following him, <laughs> the whole movie, and he can be best supporting. Um, I say you go with that.
1: But, uh... Yeah, so did you did you like him? Did you think he did a good job or yeah, I thought he did. Uh I
0: thought he did a really good job. I will say um I did make a mistake when watching this film though.
1: Oh. Didn't you watch it in theater? I don't know how you make a mistake. Yeah, when. yeah.
0: But I got I got me the super large drink that by halfway through I'm like, I really need to pee. But I'm like, I can't I can't leave the movie. Leave. Yeah, so literally the minute the fucking credits rolled and I saw a film uh, written directed by Baz Luhrmann, I got up and ran. And then while I'm running to the door, I'm hearing like fucking Elvis talking and shit. I'm like, okay, so I'm missing like a mid credit scene or something <laughs> like, that. I'm like um, But uh, that was my one mistake by going to this fucking long ass movie. I should have checked to see how long it actually was before going. Um, but I will say there's little things that Lerman did in terms of the visualization and everything like that. Hold on, hold on. I want that... to, I
1: want to finish talking about Austin Butler though, in his casting. Like, so you liked him again, just to back backtrack here. Yeah. So you did like him cast as Elvis.
0: I did. And I really did appreciate like when we had the conversation uh, off topic that you had no idea what other movies this guy was in. And I had to explain it to you. And
1: one was a Tarantino film. Like what's yeah. about him time in Hollywood? Like
0: he was tax. Yeah.
1: So, he, I mean, I don't, like, I know how he got cast, but it's crazy because his, his, like you said, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he had a, you know, he played Tex. He's in The Dead Don't Die. He's in Kevin, and I am now going to go watch this film just because he was in the Kevin Smith film Yoga Yoga Hosers. Yoga (laughs)
0: Hosers, yeah.
1: Which stars Kevin Smith's daughter and, um... Johnny Depp's daughter right. and Johnny Depp is in it. And it's part of his trilogy, like the Northern series or Northern yeah, trilogy. The
0: Canadian North series. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, But he's also going to be in the second part of Dune. So I'm like, he's done a ton of TV, but a lot of these shows, like I, I like I don't even recognize them. Um, but so he's worked with Villeneuve, Jim Jeremuch. Well, he's
0: about to work with Villeneuve. They haven't actually started okay. filming. yet.
1: Yeah. So he's going to work with Villeneuve. He's worked with Jeremuch. And he's worked with Tarantino and Bowser. I'm like, are you fuck? Like, g- g- like, how does this shit fucking happen? And it looks like it was Denzel so what, Washington. Saying,
0: wait, wait, are you saying he's now gonna be your new Timothy Chamberlain? And what you're like, fuck this guy? No,
1: no, no, <laughs> no, because this guy has fucking range. And Timothy Timothy or Chalamet or whatever the fuck his name is is sort of like uh, who's that other guy I don't like? Oh, Jesse Plemons. Plemons. Fucking same duh fucking face, no range, cast and everything, people going crazy. And it's like, I don't know what you guys are going crazy about. Um, but it was uh, so these were the people that were actually also up for the part of Elvis. Uh, Ansel wait, wait, El- can, go ahead.
0: Can, can I just say one thing? Yep. The views just expressed are Chris and Chris alone's. Scott has nothing against <laughs> Timothy Chalamet or Jim Plemons. Please. Address your hate mail
1: to Chris. (laughs) Okay. continue. So so we got Ansel Elgort, uh, Miles Teller, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Harry Styles. Those were people that were like in the role running for Elvis. And Lerman actually was... um, Butler was recommended by Denzel Washington to Lerman. And he basically uh kind of you know locked himself down after just one of his uh addition tapes of him playing singing Unchained Melody like so that's crazy like i i i can't see Miles Teller in this role um maybe it's because now i've seen then he Austin. wouldn't
0: been a, yeah he wouldn't have been Rooster if he was this is true. If He was in this role
1: um so yeah you were going to talk about uh Baz Luhrmann's like you know editing cinematography the way you the aesthetic of it yeah
0: like uh, some of the choices he made I really appreciate one was obviously at the beginning of the film you see like when he's doing like this i don't know how to explain it but like his, <clears throat> it's fucking lorman like it's like when i see it i think of him but it's like when the camera movement's like really fast and it's yep. like like moving like into one like piece of set to another kind of thing that kind of like and it's like almost like highlight- a carousel
1: like it's spinning around yeah like boom 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 yep yeah
0: uh, and I, every time I see it, I think of him, but it's like technically birth of Elvis. You see his, uh, birth certificate, his middle name has one A and then made sure at the end of the film to highlight when it's the gravestone, his middle name has two A's, which mm-hmm. kind of addresses that whole conspiracy that it's not really, uh, Elvis never really died kind of
1: thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's like a little
0: nod <laughs> on that. And I, I, I thought it was super interesting. Um, the other one was what I was saying before is which when they do the performances, right. And then he does the, you know, it's like whatever lens he's using, that's like fucking super HD clear. Yep. Uh, Probably and like, have a it spherical,
1: like a really sh- short spherical lens or whatever. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then he's on Austin and then it changes to like, Oh, now it's him on TV and it's like the grainy, grainy filter. And then, and it's literally like you do double takes because sometimes when they do switch
1: you can't you're trying to decide if it's actually Elvis like yeah because he does
0: put in Mm. Elvis footage in there right like he does switch it a bunch of times where sometimes it is Austin sometimes it is Elvis and I think what you're saying before like the amount of dedication like I don't know how many times they had to do those takes in which Austin's movements had to match perfectly with the actual archival footage of elvis so that way they are able to to switch back and forth without technically no anybody really noticing right yeah
1: yeah to get that continuity right
0: Mm -hmm. but i do think he will get nominated for director as well lerman I think that's going to be a given. Um, I,
1: yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up as a best picture nod, at least, or at least is yeah, in the well in the especially run
0: when it's like ten or twelve films that are going to be nominated, right? I think you you, you do have a good case where this will be one of them, right? Because sure. there's always that one midsummer one that gets in there, and I already said the Batman's going to get thrown in there already, so. We already have two Best Picture nods
1: that I'm already
0: projecting in there.
1: So, no. do you like Baz Larman's work? Normally, I do.
0: I do. Um, Great Gatsby's really good, and I know you don't like it, but I, I find Moulin Rouge like super fucking enjoyable, only because <laughs> using all the '90s pop, like popular songs and everything at the time, and kind of like throwing them into a musical. Kind of thing. Like watching all these old men sing Nirvana's fucking Teen Spirit was, was fun as shit.
1: Which is similar. <clears throat> so it's funny because I really like that in Romeo and Juliet. Like I I still mm. think Romeo and Juliet is actually his best film. I mean, I haven't seen Australia. Uh, I've seen the trailer and stuff for it. So some of his films uh that aren't kind of in this style, like the really opulent, musically driven. Almost like dreamlike kind of films, uh, so I, I haven't watched really uh, any of his. Uh, like I think it might be Australia, might be the only one that's like that. Um, so I think Romeo and Juliet is still his like best film. Everything's like fucking firing on all cylinders, um, and the music works in that in in Romeo and Juliet, and then in Moulin Rouge, it took me right out of the film, and I very much did not like Moulin Rouge. Uh, the Great Gatsby is good. I think it's, 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 it's fine. Like it's, it's not, I have neither a negative or a positive opinion really of it. So I would put this one second. And the only thing I didn't like about this is when they used like current 2022, like hip hop and stuff like that. I thought that was unnecessary. The entire time period that you have Elvis operating uh, both his music and the contemporary music of the time. Is way fucking better. Like, just use that. Like, you don't. I, I, I get it. It's a creative choice. It doesn't work. It's again. It's jarring. It pulls you out of the scene. Um. So, like, when Elvis is back down on Beale Street, you know, it's fucking Beale Street, man. Just stick with the fucking blues. Like, you don't. You don't need to have Cardi B or whoever the fuck is singing hip hop over top of it. It's fucking weird. Just don't do it. You know what I
0: mean? Yes, I do know what you mean
1: that that Uh, said i do like the there's a cover uh, of a mashup of jack white and elvis but remember jack white plays bluesy rock and roll right so if you're gonna do it just stay with artists that are in that vein
0: okay i get what you're saying but what i was gonna say let me tell you something chris i'm not i'm a novice in this in this field of entertainment and award-winning but i believe one character Uh, One category is best original song. So (laughs) um, they're going to throw about 30 fucking songs at you. And just see which one sticks. And and then be like, man, Cardi B, Vegas, best song, right? Yeah. They got to throw shit in there because... something you know a producer likes um that i hear about all the time is you know being on a film that wins a lot of rewards or gets nominated (laughs) right like a short little film like unsolicited where it's just constantly getting nominated and picked up on on the festival things and then you know every week you just see that producer's head get a little bit bigger like, especially when you see the zoom on his podcast he's always <laughs> a lot closer but it's not choice it's just his head is getting a lot bigger
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah thanks for the plug uh hopefully you'll uh anybody listening we will be in winnipeg sometime in october for the canadian international comedy film festival <clears throat> yes unsolicited is going to be there i will be there scott may be there the rest of uh, our cast might be there as well, uh, but back to music. One of the things I did like is <clears throat> often uh, rock and roll history. I mean, it's getting better. Is whitewashed, you know, the fact that like Elvis is the king of rock and roll and blah 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 blah. But the reality is, is that he came up with this, you know some of the best blues artists out there. Uh, you know, people and like you see, so BB King is uh, in this film. And I believe that Elvis actually refers to him as the king of rock and roll, right? So there it's not just like a throwaway line about, you know, oh black artist. They actually have actors, they are playing, they're they're part of the story that is Elvis. You know, he's a white guy, but he's singing black music. And yeah, that was the that's that was the shtick, but they do give the proper credit to the original black like r&b and blues artists that rock and roll came out of and i thought that was really really important and it's, yeah, i'm glad they even, did
0: it there's even the line where you see um little richard perform yeah and then uh elvis kind of steals some of his style right <laughs> well not only that but he was like oh my god i wish he's like i wish i can license that and sing that song and i think it was um fuck what was the song he was singing
1: um isn't it the one from Predator? Little Su- no, yeah, it was like Little oh Rudy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So he was singing that, and then I was like,
1: Yeah,
0: he was like, Oh, I wish uh I wish I could do that. And then BB Keen's like, if you do that, you'll make a hundred times more than this poor kid's ever gonna make on on this, right? Yeah. And it's that nod, like that You're acknowledgement white. that, yeah. And and they even say that he's <laughs> like, You're not going to jail. He was like, I might go to jail. I might go to
1: jail <laughs> for walking down the street, but you're a rich white artist. Nothing's happening to you. Too many people are making money off you.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and, and then you see it. And then that, that's why Elvis is like, you know what? I'm going to do what he says. Like He takes B.B. King's advice, and he does what he does, and then he ends up in the army.
1: Yeah. Um. So it's got a running time of two hours and 40 minutes. Uh, did it feel long to you, other than the fact that you had to pee?
0: <clears throat> no, like it... it like if i didn't have to pee it wouldn't have felt long but that was the thing that it 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 connected a to b very good it was a entertaining through line that while you're what they did with the editing like you are entertained the whole time there wasn't like to me i didn't find there was a leg Mm -hmm. in anything right and like they humanized a lot about like you heard constantly about Elvis's love of his mom and Graceland and everything like that, but then you know seeing it play through and why she was so overprotective with you know the his dead twin brother, I believe it was right. Um,
1: Luckily, he didn't die in a machete fight. What? I just rewatched Walk Hard. <laughs> Where he kills his brother with a in a machete fight. Like, why? Why? Because cause Walk Hard, and specifically, is them making fun of biopics, spe- specifically music biopics, right? You know? Yes. Do the same thing. Johnny Cash, his brother, dies when he's young, and Elvis's brother dies. Well, I mean, I don't know if he even really was born, but uh, his twin dies, you know what I mean? So, anyway, sorry. Fucking tried to be witty there, and you didn't didn't help me there. So,
0: keep going. You're talking about fucking, like, Porn. prenatal death like how how is that even a joke <laughs> like
1: that's a halloween episode joke <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah and I'm on not. our halloween episode, remember we're going to be good at doing our uh, hot ghouls of halloween special so you'll uh, want to pay attention to when those episodes come out yeah keep going scott
0: yeah well, nice pre-plug for four <laughs> months from now uh, <laughs> but yeah um it was entertaining a lot um, I do recommend this film, not only if you're a Lerman fan, um, musical fan, or even a biopic fan. I think if you're just in to entertainment, this, this film is going to entertain you. 100%. And I think it, it, it is a film that can be rewatched multiple times. Do you think it's going to translate
1: to the small screen?
0: Um,
1: like if you were you watching what, this on your is, laptop,
0: no. Uh, I get what you're saying, but that is kind of, um, like, Lorman, like, none, yeah, like, none of his films, all of his films that I have watched have all been the big screen, right? And I don't really watch them much on TV or anything like that, even if I'm entered, like, Great Gatsby, I think I've only watched once on TV when it was on, but, um, yeah, even Moulin Rouge, I don't revisit very often because... Yeah, like I think the way he films, and he's one of these directors that like not only the projection of the screen, but how the sound in a theater, like it's perfectly mixed for yeah. a theater.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, but you know, if you're a big Hollywood director and you have a hundred you know <laughs> inch screen with booming sound, uh surround sound, I, I think you can watch it at home. Yes. Or
1: or or you're Quentin Tarantino and you own a movie theater <laughs> yeah you can be like fuck it I, I feel watch like watching there.
0: Elvis right now <laughs> but uh but a question for you before before we finish here how does like in terms of just musical biopics Ooh. where would you put this one
1: i mean it is it's very good it's very and i would agree with you it's hyper entertaining so like if you're not looking for like deep Uh, you know, deep dive into like Elvis the man. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my quote and then I'll answer this. So, Allison Gilmore from the Winnipeg Free Free Press, Winnipeg Free Press, Uh, can can yes yes can can. Uh, opulent and over the top, dazzling and dizzy. This new Baz Luhrmann biopop fantasia never takes us closer to Elvis the man, but wow, it sure understands Elvis the spectacle. Exactly. Hyper entertaining. Uh, you know, it's got a decent amount of music in it. I mean, some biopics will put more like actual music, like, you know, Ray, you actually see him play like an entire song and stuff. Um, I mean, you can go back and see like, you know, there's the doors, like uh, Val Kilmer playing uh, Jim Morrison was also very, very good. I don't know, man. It's good. It's very, very good. I probably don't have enough experience with musical biopics. I don't know. Compare it, this or Bohemian Rhapsody. I would take this over Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Like this would be in a top five for me. Top um, five out of
1: four movies or something, or what?
0: Yeah, no, no, no top <laughs> five. Uh, like in terms of musical biopics, I, I would put this one up there. Like my number one to to this day is still La Bamba with fucking Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, La Bamba! I was
1: like, "What's La Bamba?" I was, oh, La I said Bamba. La Bamba. La Bamba,
0: La Bamba, Bamba. yeah, with Lou Diamond (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That actually might that might be number one or number two. Like I said, I really like Jim Morrison, like the the Val Kilmer in the Doors. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about La Bamba. Okay. Anyway, uh, so it's got well, (laughs) you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do any more talking. Um, so it's made so far, it's made eighty five million. Uh, sorry, it's it's made seventy five million against an eighty five million dollar budget. It is in first place right now. It finally knocked Top Gun Maverick uh, out of the first place uh, spot. So that's that's impressive. I th- it's also impressive that Top Gun Maverick is, was in first place for 30 days straight. Um, 78% from the critics. 94% from the audience. Uh, director of photography is Mandy Walker. So she worked with Buzz on Australia. Um she also did Red Riding Hood, the live-action Maloon, 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 Milan, and Hidden Figures. And then he he works with two editors on this film, Matt Villa, and co-editor. Um, and he has a co-editor, which I for some reason didn't put in my notes. So we're not even going to talk about editing. But the uh, ed- his, both his editors, both his fucking editors, uh, worked on The Great Gatsby. Uh, and then uh, his co-editor worked on The Get Down tv show which i forgot was baz larman which again was a fucking weird show and it's unfortunate because i think the origin stories of hip-hop deserved better than they got with what baz larman did he actually i think he that was one of his biggest fall down failures is the get down so so baz get uh, down I, get out of the I, get down
0: yeah i'll say i've never watched the get down
1: at all so i
0: i cannot comment on it but i'd let's let's just oh, it's go Jonathan it's, it's
1: Jonathan Redman Jonathan Redman is his co-editor
0: <laughs> that, that's some good uh, IMDB searching right there while you're mumbling about fucking the- I loved it I loved it, I, loved it. I, I was even trying to buy some time like I, I've never watched it <laughs> but that was good that was good I think we should just end it there yeah 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 let's do it And that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdjoulikethatmovie.com. gonna sit there you're gonna go back and you're gonna watch maverick again just for those fucking firefights right well i've already seen it twice you're not yeah but that's the thing like you're not the only one a lot of people are going on because it's like that's fucking amazing what they did i thought it
1: was because they listened to our podcast where we talked about how you have to watch it in the theater so that's actually driving people back into the seats keeping it in that top number one and number two position
0: Yeah, we're not getting any money from Tom Cruise. (laughs) Tom, if you're listening
1: and you want to throw us some of that jingle jangle. (laughs) I can't feel my face when I'm with you either, Tom. um... Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.